Elon gave us all an update on SpaceX's plans to colonize Mars, build a base on the moon, and let people travel anywhere across the planet in around 30 minutes. And it all depends on the BFR, the big freaking rocket. For the last couple of episodes, we've talked about NASA's plans to explore deep space with the Space Launch System and the Deep Space Gateway. That's fine and all, but many of you wanted to know how all this would compare to what SpaceX is planning for the colonization of space. Now, it's been a while since we last got an update from Elon Musk, but on Friday, we got a big announcement from the SpaceX CEO, and it kind of makes your head spin. At the International Astronautical Congress in Australia, the home of the newly announced Australian Space Agency, congrats Australia, you totally deserved it. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, right. At the IAC, Elon Musk announced what they've been working on since last year's announcement of the interplanetary transport ship. All of SpaceX's current rocket fleet, the Falcon 9, the Falcon Heavy, the Dragon spacecraft, it's all going to be made obsolete by their all-in investment to build the one rocket that'll do everything, the BFR. The BFR looks very similar to the previously announced interplanetary transport ship that we saw last year, but it's a little bit smaller. It'll stand 106 meters high with a mass of about 4,400 metric tons. About half the height comes from the first stage booster and then the rest comes from the second stage spaceship attached to the top. The booster is equipped with 31 Raptor engines, which will blast off from the reusable launch platform. And then the spaceship portion will separate and continue up to orbit using its own rockets. Both the booster and the ship segments of the vehicle are designed to be reusable, which means that they can land, be refueled with methane and liquid oxygen, and then stacked up for another flight. The BFR won't even have landing legs. SpaceX is so confident on their ability to land the rocket, it will return precisely to its launch structure and then be clamped down before it falls over. In its proposed configuration, the BFR should be capable of delivering 150 tons into low Earth orbit. Compare this to 22 tons for the Falcon 9, and you can see that this is an enormous boost in launch capability. In fact, this is even more than the Saturn V or the Space Launch System in its Block II capacity. But the BFR will be fully reusable. The lower booster stage will return to its launch mount, and the upper stage can return too. And if the rocket is launched without reusability in mind, it'll be able to loft 250 tons. And here's where it gets really interesting. The ship is equipped with two thrusters used in atmosphere and four thrusters used in vacuum. It can make a powered landing back on Earth using either of its redundant thrusters, or it can make a powered landing on a world with much less atmosphere, like the Moon, Mars, or I don't know, Europa. There's a bunch of features that Musk announced which will make the BFR a very useful vehicle for a variety of missions. It'll have fully automated rendezvous and docking, which means that the upper stages will be capable of docking together, end-to-end, -end, and transferring fuel. One ship could launch fully loaded with the crew and life support supplies, while the second spacecraft could launch with the fuel. And then they could dock, transfer fuel, and the crewed vehicle could fly to the moon or Mars, carrying dozens of people. The spaceship has a massive cargo capacity, which means that it can launch satellites with a nine meter diameter. 
Now, the Hubble Space Telescope is only 2.6 meters in diameter, and James Webb will be 6.5 meters in diameter. In other words, bigger and heavier than anything else in space right now. For humans going to space, the BFR spaceship will contain 825 cubic meters of pressurized volume. Enough room for 40 cabins, common areas, central storage, and a kitchen. And it'll even have a shelter to protect the crew from solar storms that might be passing through the area. Just for comparison, this is the same as the internal volume of the entire International Space Station. But in one launch, fully reusable. Again, the mind boggles. Now you know what the BFR is and how it's going to work. It's time to talk about what SpaceX is going to do with it. But first, I'd like to thank Cat Stevens, Ariane Smith, Francis Frey, and the rest of our 777 patrons for their generous support. If you love what we're doing and you want to get in on the action, head over to patreon.com slash universe today. What can be done with a rocket this big? During his announcement, Musk gave us a few hints. For starters, obviously, the rocket will be used to deliver cargo and satellites to space. In fact, even though it'll be the biggest rocket ever built, its reusability will bring the launch costs down below the current Falcon 9. With its vacuum and atmospheric engines, the BFR spaceship could be sent to the moon to support the new resurgence of interest in going back to the moon. Of course, Musk wants to see the BFR go to Mars. When the BFR spaceship refuels in space, it should be able to carry hundreds of tons of crew and cargo to the red planet. Once there, solar power generators will be able to make rocket fuel from water and carbon dioxide to power a return trip to Earth. In fact, the same process will be making fuel here on Earth, using a carbon-neutral solar power to make methane. If all goes well, SpaceX will launch its first two uncrewed BFRs to Mars in 2022 to test out the technology and search for deposits of water on Mars. Those will be followed by four more in 2024, including a human crew who will begin the creation of the new Mars colony. And I'm not going to lie, that sounds like a stretch. SpaceX needs to build and test an entirely new reusable rocket system at a scale we've never seen before. In addition to that, they need to develop the technology for extracting fuel on Mars. And to make the 2024 launch window, they need to develop all the various hardware and techniques for actually living on Mars. Power, fuel, plumbing, electronics, closed-loop air systems, not to mention training astronauts to survive in an environment that humans have never even set foot on. Even if the BFR does arrive on schedule, I suspect all those details will bog engineers down for decades. How will SpaceX pay for the development of the BFR and the colonization equipment? Musk said they'd be funding it with the upcoming private and government contracts. And they're going all in, sunsetting all the older rocket models, including the Falcon 9 and the still yet to be launched Falcon Heavy. They'll keep a few of the old Falcon rockets around if a customer wants to launch on old flight tested hardware. But perhaps the strangest way they could fund the development of the BFR is with Earth-to-Earth suborbital rocket launches, carrying travelers from place to place here on Earth. In a slick video, SpaceX showed how the BFR could carry people from pretty much any city to any other city on Earth in around 30 minutes. Although Musk didn't exactly say how much this will cost, he's hinted 
that the price will be roughly the cost of a similar economy airline flight. And with the redundant rocket engines, he thinks these suborbital flights should be as safe as commercial airlines. And that's where I'm gonna get really, really skeptical. Rockets are pretty much controlled explosions. Suborbital flights are still going at thousands of kilometers per hour, and any mistake means destruction and death for everyone on board. There's a lot of work to be done to make these things truly safe and affordable. Probably not within the time frame to get that Mars colony up and running. There is another idea that SpaceX is working on, however, that I think will cover the costs. High-speed internet for everyone on the planet. Earlier this year, SpaceX announced that they're working on a constellation of nearly 5,000 satellites that will go into low Earth orbit. These would fly at an altitude of 1,100 kilometers or higher and deliver the same kind of bandwidth as a broadband line. Imagine what kinds of revenue SpaceX could generate if they could supply competitive internet to every single human on Earth. This kind of constellation could be done with just a dozen launches of the BFR. In fact, that's what I think SpaceX is betting on. If they can truly build a fully reusable rocket, bringing launch costs down to a fraction of their current levels, then we have no idea what suddenly becomes affordable. Space-based solar power generation, asteroid mining, space tourism, suborbital flights, interplanetary colonization. Is this really gonna happen? Obviously, we need to be skeptical. The promises Elon Musk made about the BFR are mind-bending. Humans on Mars by 2024, come on. At the same time, we need to look at the 16 rockets that landed back safely on Earth as proof that SpaceX has some skills when it comes to building and flying rockets. And yet, the Falcon Heavy is years behind schedule, with SpaceX planning to retire this rocket before they even fly. We know that SpaceX has seen its share of failures and setbacks, teetering on the edge of bankruptcy before getting into the launch business. We've seen the rockets explode and fail to land safely on Earth. But even if things take longer than planned, even decades longer than planned, I think it's an amazing path Musk is proceeding on, and I can't wait to see what happens next. As Musk said in his announcement, having a multi-planet species would be better than a single planet species. It would be cool. Cool works for me. How do you feel about this announcement? Do you think that SpaceX will pull it off? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. In our next episode, we'll be talking about where comets come from and what could cause them to come hurling down into the solar system. Time for your playlist, all about the new SpaceX announcement. Of course, first, we'll start with Elon Musk's actual announcement, then the cool video they did about point-to-point -point travel on Earth, then a reminder of last year's interplanetary transport system announcement, a hilarious video of rocket failures, and finally, Scott Manley's take on the announcement. And that starts right now. Well, the second spacecraft could launch, Croft, 